Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. That's right. That's right. Thank you for joining me. I very much appreciate it. I do. Don't forget to follow on the Twitters, on the Grams, at RMK Madness. Even on the tubes, the YouTubes, Mad Chatter MK. That's where you find the video version of the pod. Yes, yes, yes. And soon to come, some some mini videos, some mini madhouse videos, maybe what I'll call them. Something like that. Something like that. But first and foremost, I just have to say, I voted. Yes, that's right. I voted. I know. It's Sorry, that was me slapping the I voted sticker on my hat. Slapped a little too hard, possibly. So I voted. You all should too. Do the right thing. Don't vote for the fascist. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple. And I saw in the news that there is a record turnout for early voters this election. Which makes sense. People are trying to get in and get their votes in for uh, not Trump, most likely. <laughs> you know, just to make sure they get their shit in because of all the, you know, the election could be fraudulent bullshit talk. You know what I mean? So, get out there and vote early if you can. My wife and I, we have voted. There's me. Ow. It's a damn. Oh. Anyway, anyway. Now that we got that out of the way, thank you again for joining. I know, I know it's been a minute yet again. It's been a while. Yeah. But I mean, to be honest, between being busy, because I have, I have been rather busy, and between that, and it does feel like there's been a lack of, of fun stuff to talk about because there's been an oversaturation of everything going on. The chaos. The politics. The COVID. The everything. There is a bit of fatigue there, right? And even though, you know, as I've mentioned several times on this pod, you have to keep yourself sane. You have to give yourself breaks. But all of this shit is so important that we can't just take our mind off of it. We have to just get used to the fact that it's going to be a little stressful for a while. We have to do our part, do what we can. I mean, face it. This is snafu. 2020 is snafu. Situation normal all fucked up. Snafu. 2020. We got to do what we can to get through. And I'm I might be hit or miss as far as when I can get this pot out for the next few weeks, but I promise I'm going to try and get one out once a week. And the bottom line is I want to make sure I get plenty out around the election time because it's a big moment in American history, if you ask me. So, but it has been difficult to pod because of this snafu 2020. And, the, you, you know, the, the it... it Early, so, uh, apologies, it's stuttering already. Early on, plenty of stuff to talk about, right? But now, again, there's this oversaturation and, and, and it's the same stuff over and over and over. And so everything with Trump, we're waiting on, you know, the election. Everything with the pandemic, we're just trying to get through till a vaccine. And you know, some people are being safer about it than others. And, you, you, you know, we did. I can't keep railing about the same shit over and over. You know, I do it a little bit because it's important and it needs to be pounded into people's heads. And hell, it helps me feel better, to be honest, to be out here ranting and raving and and preaching I guess because some of it is soapbox type stuff but hey look at what's going on look at what's going on open your eyes clench your fist five fingers five fingers make a fist to fight your enemy 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just get off on weird stuff sometimes. I know. I know. But we got to keep plowing through. And again, potting helps me. And my hope is that it helps at least someone else out there try and deal with the bullshit going on and maybe do so in a bit of a fun way as, as, as far as taking your mind off some of the stuff, but still discussing the serious, you know? And, and that's what I try and do. And it helps me. Hopefully it helps you. And hopefully it's just a good thing for all of us. Right? Right. But as far as the news, you know, you had, again, it's been a week and a half or so. <laughs> Apologies. You had the vice president, presidential, that see, we're doing it again. Vice presidential. The vice presidential debate. And the biggest thing to come out of that was the uh, attraction that a, a particular fly seemed to have with vice president Mike's head. He's got that white hair, so it's just... Black fly just standing straight out on it, like it hanging out for a good portion of the debate. What was that fly doing? People often say, if you could be a fly on the wall, what about a fly on VP Pence's hair? Could it possibly be reading his thoughts? What is he actually thinking? What is he actually? Women, I want to know. But when it comes down to it, they both seem to do the evading, answering question type of thing. But Kamala Harris had a much stronger showing. And let's just face it, Pence can only say so much shit. Because some of that Trump stuff, you just can't do it. What can you do? How, how can you defend it? <laughs> just saying. You had Bill Burr on SNL recently, and that's, that was kind of nice to see, A, Bill Burr, he said, he mentioned in his mo opening monologue that he's been doing this for 40 years, the stand-up, and he's finally now getting on SNL, so that was cool. I would also say, what the fuck took so long Saturday Night Live? Bill fucking Burr. Now, he's not one of my most favorites. Um, I don't, I guess... He doesn't hit my funny bone as much as other comics do. Or as much as he may do for other people. But I respect the shit out of him. And I love his don't give a fuck attitude. Because that is very much what I have. And I appreciate that in others. So I respect the hell out of what he does. And I quite enjoyed his opening monologue. The whole thing with the white man. Went, I feel like he missed a part maybe. <laughs> like, the, maybe that's just me. But it feels like he missed a part. Because he was talking about how white women hijacked like basically the push for quality and stuff like that and kind of hijacked it from black women and like I understood a couple of the things that he was saying but I'm not sure how he was really presented it felt like there was a piece missing to further tie the white women taking over like I feel like he left out a good example <laughs> but all in all I love what he said. He says some good stuff. And it's good to see him on there. And, you know, it's good to see Saturday Night Live kind of back to normal a little bit. Everybody wearing masks and stuff, but they have a live audience. They're not doing, you know, the, the video thing, although we could go back to that. It's going to be interesting to see because COVID cases are rising in several places around the country. And... We're entering the fall flu season. I mean, we're going to have to be careful, but at the same time, are people really going to want to go back for another lockdown? I would say yes, but we also need some form of government help to really do that, right? Some sort of stimulus package, which Trump is apparently not going to worry about till after the election. So it leaves us all in a very scary place. And I, why not stay home? Why, I, from the beginning of the pandemic, I couldn't understand this. You know, I hear some people say, my wife's gotten a little bit of it, like, you can't let it stop your life. I'm not. Hey, I don't know about a lot of you, but I seem to remember a lot of people talking about, I use a break from work. Fuck, man, tired of working all the time. All I do is work, work, work. Opportunity to not work. Just saying. 
It's an opportunity to stay at home, spend more quality family time at home. And I'm all for that. I'm all for that. People can come at me with lazy because I collected some unemployment. I've been busting my ass for 20-some years. Uh, I've done a lot. I've been working my ass off. I'd take a chance for a little bit of a break, particularly if it's helping keeping my family safe. I just wish more people would take this seriously. It's a, we haven't learned from history. And this happens a lot. You're, you're seeing it right now with Trump. I mean... And his idiot followers, because you look at his idiot followers and it's like, the Confederacy, yeah, a loser group that was around for like five years, which is like a, a speck of dust in the, you know, the overall uh, a period of time for humanity. It's really nothing at all, those five years of the Confederacy. And really, they were just traitors to the nation. So traitors, not longevity, and losers, because they lost, right? Same thing with the Nazis. How long did that last? Hmm. Traitors. Lost. And the people who, well, the majority of people who follow Trump and support Trump are into this kind of shit. And the QAnon. <laughs> the ruiners of conspiracy theories. Damn them. Yeah. Because I love this conspiracy theory so much. And now they're just ruined, ruined, ruined. These QAnon people who, who bring up a supposed pedophile ring, right? Then they say Trump will be the savior who's going to out this, this dark secret society of, of democratic villains that run this pedophile ring. Yes, Trump will take them down. You shall not pass! That's right. He will be like wizard and take them all down. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's where they lose me. Because it's pretty easy to see. Have you seen a lot of pictures? Trump's gotten quite... Buddy, buddy with Jeffrey Epstein in the past. And if you don't remember his remarks to Ghislaine Maxwell, that he wishes her well. Do you remember that in the one interview? He wishes her well. John Lewis, a black uh, civil rights leader, representative for our country. He, Trump can't even speak positive of. Simply because he didn't go to his election. If you can't see, this is almost like Trump sending Ms. Maxwell a message. Like, hey, you've got no enemy here. Keep your mouth shut about me, please. That's what it sounds like to me. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's plenty of shitty Democratic... Well, you could probably look at Bill Clinton to start. I'm sure there's some shady shit behind a bunch of them. But for me, that's politicians in general. I don't trust a lot of them. And again, this whole government of our country is broke. It needs fixed. The two-party system is dumb. I would have talked about this, but go ahead. Go back and listen to some of my thoughts, and maybe we'll talk about it again sometime soon. But a lot that needs to change here. A lot. And it just feels like we're not learning from history. Trump, the pandemic, the pandemic of 1918. People, that part of the reason it got so bad back then is when it came back in the fall, it was much nastier. And people were tired of staying home. And so it super spread because people weren't doing the mask thing, we're doing the social distancing thing, because even back then it was like, hey, just stay the fuck away from each other. Try and cover your face. Try and stay at home. This, this fall could get bad. And I just want everybody listening, everybody I know and love and care about, to please be safe. Take that into consideration. We get through this, we got a long time to live. With luck. Let's be honest. Bus could hit any one of us at any time. I don't know why that's always the big analogy. 
You could also say a meteor could strike the earth. <laughs> okay, let's get positive. <laughs> let's get positive. But what I'm trying to say is, that, you know, this is such a small period of time in our life right now. Let's just take it and be as safe as possible to protect each other while we can. When we get through this, we can go back to living life normally. It's going to be fine. But the the more we fuck around, the longer it's going to be till shit gets back to normal. That's the way these things work. Just just wish people did more research and whatnot. Don't run this down. But hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know what I mean? <sighs> but COVID ain't going away yet. Not for not for a minute. And it let the fucking NFL know that shit too. It did, it did. So, let's get into that a little bit of sports chatter. It's gone! It's gone! It's gone! Touchdown! Yes. Sports chatter. Chatting some sports. You know, I was thinking, I need to get some more of my own music in these pods, you know? Less of the sound effects, more of my own stuff. Yes, yes. Because, see, if you like the theme song to this particular podcast, well, I did that myself. And if you're into fantasy football, you can check out my other podcast, Fantasy Madness, with me, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK, yes you can, anywhere you find this. And I did that theme music as well, so I need to get something going, and particularly for each segment. And I'm thinking, for the sports one, I need something that's just like, like heavy metal, like dun 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 sports, dun 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 sports, dun 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 sports, something like that. I don't know. I just uh, rattle around the ideas. But as I mentioned, NFL having a little bit of trouble with the COVID, eh? They had to move a bunch of games around, postpone it, and let's face it, they had a shit plan from the beginning, right? They had all this time to try and figure out how to best handle this, right? Because they weren't playing when this first hit. And they had all the other leagues that had to return to play and things like that. They had all of that to go off of. And here they are, simply moving games around, moving the schedule around. Musical chairs with the NFL schedule. And this is not a great idea because at some point you're going to run out of room. You can't kick that can down the road forever. So I'm not sure what the hell they plan on doing. If this continues, this all goes back to, you know, they're everybody, all these sports leagues, they're just trying to make their money, right? They're just trying to make whatever money they can. Can't have fans and stuff. You got to try and at least make good on the TV deals. And that's what they're all trying to do. NHL, successful. NBA, successful. Major League Baseball, damn near successful. Soccer's having a real problem right now. They've had to cancel games. And the NFL, it's like they got through those first few weeks. And it was like, oh, yeah, we're king shit. But I don't even think they had a great plan to begin with. They had all this ideas for testing and things like that. But they do this testing, and they're not accounting for the time that it could do. What's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? My mind just went blank on all the scientific shit. The incubation period. Oh, goodness. Brain is going. Brain is going. But yes, so there's so much they didn't take into account. It seems like, it, it just kind of feels like that. They were like, we're the NFL. We're football, and we're going to get away with this. We're going, COVID is no match for us. We're the football. So, eh, eh. And, you know, would, you know everybody's talking about the bubble, but it would have been hard to do because there's 52 players on a team. And then you get the coaching staffs. And it, there's a lot of people involved per team in the NFL, in football in general. Less for baseball, even though that seems like more people it is, you know. And then you got hockey and basketball. Like, they would have a hard time doing the bubble thing. Plus, then it goes down to the financials where you got, you know, Football's trying to ask the players' association, "Can we, can we have a bubble?" And they're like, "Sure, but you got to do this for us because that's what that's what all that shit is." Like if the NFLPA wants, "Hey, why don't you chill out on the weed stuff?" The NFL owners are like, "What you gonna do for us?" It's 
negotiations. So, it's just, it, everything's fucked up. And it seems like they're back on track. But it also feels like it could go haywire again anytime. And again, they can't just keep doing the schedule change thing. It's just... And by the way, it really sucked to see. I mean, because there's been a lot of injuries. Some would say it's not that far off from normal years compared to statistics. But maybe it just feels worse because, hey, there was no preseason. There was no time for these guys to get truly into football shape and get some of those hits in. No, they just had to jump in headfirst into the season. I know, I keep itching my nose. My nose itches for some reason. Sorry, pod people, that's for the video people. They keep seeing me scratch my nose a little bit. But it's itchy. It happens. But it's a shame. It's a shame Dak got hurt because he didn't get his contract. And some would say, well, he should have taken the contract the Cowboys get. Nah, man. What he should have done is just held out because then he probably would have got the contract he wanted. But instead, he went ahead with the fucking franchise tag, which, you know, just gives him one year of salary. And it's a high salary, but there's no security in that. And, of course, now he gets injured. And that's why you want the long-term contract. So that if you get hurt, you're still, you know, you don't have to worry about getting paid. And not not for that year, for future years. And it's, in my opinion, it's only right because they these players come into the NFL. They don't get to pick what team they go to. They are drafted. They are chosen by a team, right? Unless they're undrafted, then they could pick their team. But that's also a much less chance of them actually making it. If they go undrafted. So there's a lot to the whole process. They don't get to pick their teams. They get paid very little, no matter the production, for at least four years. Well, three years, I think, for some draft picks. And then you go to the point where you can get a contract extension. It's just, you know, players got it rough in the NBA. They really do. And Dak Prescott been a very vocal about mental health issues. He lost his brother to suicide. His mom died recently. Like, he's just had a bunch of shit go on. Dealt with his own mental issues. And he's came out and spoke about it. And some people trashed him for it. I commended him for it. Good job, Dak. And so, the kind of player he is, great player, he's even a better person. And so, I hate to see this happened to a guy, period. But particularly when he's in the situation he is in contract-wise. So unfortunate. Hey, good luck to you, Dak. I know. I'll expect to see you back in 100%. I, I know it. That's the kind of dude Dak is. But this is also, kids, why we hold out for our contract. That's right. Because this is shitty what's happening with Dak. Now on a more positive note... <laughs> I mentioned the baseball playoffs previously. They have been a blast. They really have. Not the biggest baseball fan. I've mentioned that several times. I quite often only really watch hard, like, you know, actually get into it somewhat. If the Twins are in the postseason, I mean, I'll generally watch the postseason of baseball because baseball playoffs is, you know, baseball can be entertaining, there's a little more stakes on the line. You know, that long regular season, it just kind of gets to a point where it's like, ah. But the playoffs this year have been fun. And the Twins got out right away, and I was still watching. No no Rockies, because, you know, I'd like to see my teams in there. I get much more into it if I do. But, it, again, I'll watch a little bit regardless, but I have thoroughly enjoyed the baseball playoffs. And now we're down. Well, we're damn near down to the World Series. Rays are up 3-1 against the Astros. Braves 2-1 to the Dodgers. So, we should get a good World Series regardless. But I've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun with the baseball playoffs. So, I encourage you all... <coughs> Excuse me. What was... Uh, huh? Water. Oh, goodness. Throat got dry, and I just started to choke on myself. I don't even know how that happens, but I'm better now. Apologies. Oh, whew, whew. 
Anyway, the baseball playoffs. <laughs> Been fun, as I said. I encourage you to check them out. And finally, the NBA playoffs. They have come to an end. That's right. Congratulations to you, LeBron James. Uh, you big crybaby. <laughs> you won another title. Good for you. Hey, it is impressive. Dude's a little bit older. He's still killing it. He's won a title with three different teams. That's some crazy shit. All around, you got to applaud him. I've just had a little bit of an issue with LeBron. See, I have a weird um, non-relationship with re- with LeBron. Because it's not really a relationship. Because I don't know the motherfucker and he don't know me. <clears throat> but my non-relationship with LeBron has been very weird. Because I very much disliked him. Well, I'll start out. I'll begin with that I did like him a lot at the beginning. And then he went to Miami and did the whole TV thing. And I didn't care that he went to Miami. I didn't like the TV show thing. And I know that's like cliche because that's a lot of people. But I didn't. I was like, you got on TV just tell everybody you're fucking over Cleveland? Like, then he leaves Miami. And it's pretty shady how he left Miami if you get into that whole situation. Uh, He kind of, you know. While he was there, he kind of gutted their team and then didn't stay as long as he had kind of made it seem like he was staying. There's a lot to that situation. And then he goes back to Cleveland, which you can't fault him for that. So this whole time, Miami, I'm very much in the crowd of Heat villains, uh, LeBron's a villain, etc. And then you get into the Cleveland days where he goes back and he wins the title for Cleveland. And I started liking him again. Okay. You know what? You went back home. You won a title for your home team. I get it. Wasn't even mad when he went to the Lakers. It was just like, hey, one one for the home team. Uh, now I, I just got something I kind of want to do. I want to go out to Hollywood because I want to make. I want to get into the whole Hollywood scene, and so I want to be out there in L.A. Man, I love to play for those those Lakers, that purple and gold. So he had goals, dreams. Good for him. My biggest problem with LeBron came when Daryl Morey of the you know GM of the Rockets made his comments on social media about standing up for Hong Kong and being united with Hong Kong. And as you know, the NBA and several players, they make a lot of money through China and all of that. And China did not take too kindly to the NBA, someone in the NBA, standing up for Hong Kong, who, well, they make their citizens believe is some, you know, just a bunch of rebels and disobeying the law and this and that. Kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? Huh? Yeah. Anyway, so LeBron comes out and is like, hey, that dude probably shouldn't talk about what he doesn't know about and blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, dude, so you're all about equality, but what, just for black people? Or what? what's the deal here? Muhammad Ali's daughter even came out and who had previously commended LeBron on his fights in activism and just blasted the dude for not supporting Hong Kong. And that's how a lot of people took it, because it seemed like he was protecting his money. I get it, but would you worry about your money if that was black people? See, I guess I'm just of the opinion that we should all be, you know, anti-oppression, period, no matter who the people are. And it's unfortunate that he took that route. Because that's not the same to support the Chinese government, but then here at home, condemn the government's actions towards black people. You gotta be better than that, Mr. LeBron. You just gotta be better than that. But again, props to him. Lakers win, which I'm sorry, is kind of (laughs) lame. I did not want to see the Lakers win again. Really, I wanted to see the Nuggets beat them, but that wasn't going to (laughs) happen. So I thought, uh, maybe the Heat has a chance. And they got fucking injuries up the ass. Nope, they couldn't do it. Lakers win. And quite easily, that's kind of lame. No offense. I get it. It's great that the Lakers won. This year in particular, because of Kobe. And, you know, props to Kobe. R.I.P. And it's that kind of that storybook ending that, you, you know, you sometimes get in sports. So that's all cool. I'm just a little upset with the problem. And really, it's just kind of a bummer how easy it seemed to be 
for the Lakers throughout the playoffs. It's just a little bit lame. A little bit lame. But you know what's not a little bit lame? You know what's really fucking lame? Oh, that's right. Mr. Trump. So let's get into a little bit of the Trump dump. You suck, you jackass. The Trump dump. I know I need to get some. I need to get a good sound for the Trump dump, too. I really do. And and, and, and also, apologies. I, that my very last sentence of the last segment, that ended with a little bit of a burp. And I'm not sure. I was talking when it came out, so I'm not sure if anybody heard that or saw that or whatever. But if you did, I apologize. If not, then forget what I'm fucking talking about. Just look at all of it. I didn't say anything. Anything about uh, burping or anything like that. So, Trump. Obviously, he got out of the hospital. And just in a handful of days, mind you. Not even that. And although I did see that one moment where he was outside and took off his mat that motherfucker was breathing heavy and this guy gets out and mind you took a little a lap a little hello nice to see everyone lap while at the hospital because he's an asshole <laughs> and he can't i guess he can't go out a certain period of time without praise some sort of praise and adoration because I don't think he could handle that if if someone didn't just adore him. But then he says, don't worry about the COVID. Yeah, no mask and all. He's ramping up his rallies. Very little safety protocols. Very little social distancing measures. And uh, yeah, yeah. And he tells people not to worry about it. Even though... If he truly was infected, he got the very best of drugs, medicine, treatment, which is guaranteed to none of the rest of us. A lot of us don't even have insurance. Now, luckily, I just got some fairly recently for the first time in years. <laughs> but there's a lot of people still, you know, without medical insurance. So that's great for him to say, yeah, don't worry about COVID. You're the president. They're going to do everything they can to keep your ass alive. Same can't be said for the rest of us, bro. Especially when hospitals are so fucking... And again, again, another picture-perfect point of what America is like under Trump is looking at the military and police and how they're decked out in these you know, the equipment that they have when handling and dealing with protesters. Meanwhile, doctors and hospitals, you know, dealing with a pandemic are under-equipped. They don't have enough room. They don't have enough workers. They don't have enough anything. But the police sure are ready to go for protesters. That's a uh, that's that's not democracy, really. No. Pay attention, people. Hey, I also said Joe Biden should take COVID more seriously, like, because he was like, I think it's because he was like fidgeting with his mask or something like that. Like, really, really, the hypocrisy knows, as Doc Holliday would say, the hypocrisy knows no bounds. And meanwhile. The White House is sitting here now really strongly thinking, hey, we got to go ahead with this uh, herd immunity shit. Some people are going to get sick, whatever. It's impossible. I don't. Whoever's feeding them that shit can't be real doctors or scientists or at least legit ones who give a shit. Because, again, lots of people would have to die to get us there. Lots of fucking people. Very unrealistic. The only good news, or, you know, silver lining in all of that, that I would think a majority of them would be Trumpers. <laughs> so, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, and, you know, now Trump is out there buying all into all the conspiracy theories. The one more recently where there was a cover-up, a, a soldier, dead soldiers, and had something to do with, you know, Osama bin Laden still being alive. Like, he's just... it's. It, <laughs> 
It's really, he's just galvanizing his base. That's what it feels like. Almost like he's getting them ready for war. Because that's really all that's left for him. And otherwise, why would he... He clearly knows he's in trouble. That Biden is kicking his ass in the polls. And instead of trying to do... But it's weird. Because then he'll do stuff like... He will do things to kind of try and change... I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't understand the motherfucker. I can't figure out what his dirty little plan is. And it's driving me crazy. But just a reminder. All the stuff... That Trump says about other people, all the bad shit, and all these conspiracy theories, you know, a lot of them with the QAnon and shit like that, focus on, again, this pedophile ring. But yet, Trump, he'll trash a bunch of people, but now, oh no, not just Lane Maxwell. Why won't he say anything bad about her? The accomplice to an actual child molester, someone who ran some crazy shit. And <laughs> he won't say a bad word about her, but he'll trash a bunch of other people, including John Lewis, the, you know, representative who recently died, black man, civil rights leader. Apparently Trump refused to go to his funeral because he didn't go to his inauguration. Pretty sure just Lane Maxwell didn't go to her inauguration. Maybe she did. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is, seems awfully weird. Seems like a message. Again, I know. Like I said, seems like a message. Hey, I'm not messing with you. Keep my name out your mouth, please. That's what it feels like. <sighs> It's just crazy. It's just crazy the amount of people that still support him. But that's what he's trying to do. That's got to be what he's trying to do. Galvanize his fucking base for when he loses the election. I don't know. The stupidity. And speaking of stupidity, let's get into a little bit of Tweedle Dum Dums. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> I know. Okay, we'll begin with Pastor John MacArthur. Runs a church in Sun Valley, California. Now this guy is batshit crazy. Totally believes everything in the Bible, literally to the T, it seems. He thinks scientists are full of shit. The age of the earth is wrong because it's not what's in the Bible. It just etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Then he kind of makes, you know, a concession that, uh, well, you know, there is something to climate warming and all that. Because he's totally against that. COVID denier. He's been holding congregations even though where he lives. He's supposed to be in an area where there's regulations. And you can't have more than gatherings of more than so many people. And he's just breaking all the protocols. So he's a COVID denier. Climate change denier. All this. And speaking of climate change. It, he basically said that uh, God intended this for uh, Earth, you know, to be a disposable planet anyway. So, <laughs> I guess, the, and that's the scary part, when these religious people can lean on, well, that's what God intended. Oh, what? So, you're just going to leave it up to that because you believe God intended? Mm. <laughs> the idiocy. It, it, there's also a... QAnon worker in Pittsburgh who's been taught, not QAnon worker, a postal worker. He's a postal worker. Sorry, let me redo this. In Pittsburgh, <laughs> there's a United States Postal Service worker who's a big QAnon believer and has been throwing away fucking mail. Like, what a di It's just my water bottle. That wasn't like a mini fart or something, I promise. <laughs> I'd admit it if it was, I assure you. This guy is so deep. But see, this is what I don't understand. Are you willingly trying to interfere? Like, if that's what you really believe, isn't sh the truth going to come out? Like, unless they're afraid the truth won't come out if president loses the election. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand these fuckheads anymore. I really don't. 
like Governor DeSantis. This dude just keeps it going. He's up to it again. He's out there at a Trump rally. No mask, no nothing. He's high-fiving people and then does some of this shit, like, oh, rubbing his nose. And, yeah. What are you going to do? That's your that's that's y'all's boy, Florida. Jesus. You can also pre-order a one hundred dollar Trump defeats COVID commemorative coin. This is no shit, and it's fucking absolutely absurd beyond fucking absurd. A commemorative coin for the Trump defeating COVID. Okay. There's just stupid shit all over the place. We, I could keep going on. But the last one. Last one. Ice Cube. Apparently he wrote some sort of plan. Put it together. And he sent it to Democrats and Republicans. And the Democrats said, let's handle this after the election. And the Trump administration said, hey, let's take a look about it. And how about some money? Now... There's a few things to this. I understand what Ice Cube is trying to do. However, anyone that believes anything Trump does, A, that, well, that he says, A, if you actually think he'll do what he says, you may be sorely mistaken. And B, we've seen this play out. He's just saying shit, and sometimes he will actually do shit, but if it's only if it's be- it benefit him, benefits him, right? Because... Think about Puerto Rico. That's the biggest one. A few years ago, got hit by Hurricane Maria. No sort of disaster relief whatsoever. Whatsoever. During the Trump administration. But now, six weeks before the election, so obviously this was a little bit ago, they decided to go ahead and get Puerto Rico. $13 $13 billion in aid. You know, three years after the hurricane and six weeks before the election. Take something from that, right? <laughs> right? I just, like, I understand what Cube's trying to say. And he was very vocal after the Democratic National Convention wanting to know, hey, Y'all Democrats ain't talking about enough about what's in it for us black people. And I get that. But this shit goes beyond that now. Okay. I am fully... You'll very rarely find white dudes as supportive as I am of all your fucking causes. But this Trump motherfucker, he cannot be trusted. He has to get the fuck out the office. And if Biden and Kamala Harris are like, hey, let's handle this shit after the election, that's because they're trying to plan the takedown of this fucking fascist dictator, okay? So my opinion, Cube, just saying, maybe just lay off of it right now. Or if you want to keep pushing it, fine. But don't be buying into Trump's shit. Because if he wins the election, mm, it's not just poor people that are in trouble or middle class people or black people. Or Hispanic people. No. We're all in fucking trouble unless you're a crazy ass racist QAnon believer. Okay? 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 Okay. Game over, man. Game over. Yes, it's it's that time. It's that time to end the pod. Game over time. Yes. Not overtime in game. I gotta stop saying it like that. I really do. Need some good outro music too instead of playing the same thing. Yeah, we'll figure it all out. It's still evolving. We're all still evolving on a daily basis. That's what you got to do to stay upright in this life, right? Right. Anyway, before we go, I just wanted to say the phenomenon, which is supposed to be an excellent, excellent UFO documentary, it is out. I highly suggest you watch this. I highly suggest. You pay to watch it. Don't pirate it. The UFO field, some of these people do really good stuff and they only take the serious cases and the serious evidence. James Fox, the director of this film, has done a couple others. He's done I Know What I Saw and what was the other one? 
from the blue. <laughs> I should have wrote him down. I have the fucking DVD downstairs. I don't know why I can't think of it. Anyway, he's done really good work. Okay. So, from what I gathered, I have not seen this yet. But from what I gathered, it's very enjoyable. Even for the most diehard UFO person. It, even though, for that particular person, there's not going to be a ton of new stuff. But it's a very worthwhile watch, is what I gathered. So, if you have any fascination with UFOs, abductions, any of that stuff, please check out this video. Uh, it's supposed to be really good. Especially if you're newer into the subject, anything like that, this could really be an eye-opener for you. And so, we'll see how well it does with the general population, and we'll see what the media says about it and things like that. But it's getting a little love from CNN, getting pushed, things like that. And, hey, James Fox, again, has done credible work before. Some of these guys do credible work. Not all the UFO people out there reporting are bullshitters, okay? Some are just trying to make some money, so they're going to push whatever. Some want the truth. I appreciate those, because that's what I want. The truth. So, I'm going to be checking out that documentary over the next few days, and the next time we pod, I will be discussing it. That's right, I know, I know. It's a subject I, I frequently talk about on here. But hey, it's one of my favorite subjects, if you can't tell. I love the idea of aliens, UFOs, and I know for a fact there's life. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say for a fact. I know deep down there's life elsewhere in the universe. I mean, our space programs are on their way to proving it. Because just in our solar system, some of the moon. Now, maybe not anything intelligent as of yet or or you know along the lines of us but definitely sea creatures potential for that so the idea that another civilization could be out there or was out there at some point i don't think it's a question of if it's who are they have they been here have they been watching us those are some of the more questions i think we're beyond whether that shit exists or not, if you ask me. But I know I discuss the subject a lot, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a good documentary, so make sure to check it out. The Phenomenon, directed by James Fox. So check it out. Check it out. Also, and I realize I suggest this a lot, you know, it's another thing I bring up a lot, and that's New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you have any interest in pro wrestling, if you ever watch WWE, WCW, anything like that. AEW right now, the new one with Cody Rhodes and on them boys. That's really good. But New Japan Pro Wrestling has a history just as WWE does. As a matter of fact, guys like Brock Lesnar and Hulk Hogan have competed in New Japan Pro Wrestling. It is a big deal, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So if you're into it at all, or used to be, want to get back into it, or if you're just slightly interested, because the wrestling is top-notch. It looks like these dudes are beating the shit out of each other. There's not a bunch of that soap opera-ish type stuff that the WWE gives you. It's just good fucking matches. Good wrestling. Over and over. And right now they got their yearly tournament, the G1 Climax. This is a round-robin tournament. It's got two blocks, A and B. Ten wrestlers each go through the tournament. The winner of each block faces each other. The winner of that gets a future title shot. It's just amazing. It's, it's the best wrestling of the year every year. And New Japan's so awesome. They got all these different characters. And because there's a lot of Japanese wrestlers, obviously, but there's a lot of American wrestlers. And there's British wrestlers. And they're from all over the world, really. And they got these different groups, these different factions. You've got Suzuki Goon, led by the crazy ass Minoru Suzuki. You've got Bullet Club which is where a lot of the the American wrestlers hang out. They usually go to that faction. You got Chaos, best wrestler in the business, Kazuchika Okada is the leader of that. My favorite group, Los Ingobernables de Japón. They're fun. So a lot of cool stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff to New Japan Pro Wrestling. If you're into that at all or have considered it or whatever, it's worth checking out. Okay, I would say, hey, enjoy the fall weather. Well, you can, because before you know it, it's going to start getting cold in a lot of areas. And, you know, this COVID shit is really bouncing back and it's really going to hit us. 
bad and hard, however you want to say it, hit us hard throughout the next few months, you know, it is important to get out while you can and do it safely. So socially distancing e. <laughs> but let's go ahead and close up the shop. So, yes. Thank you once again for joining. I very much appreciate it. I really do. And I hope I can give anything. If you take anything out of this, I feel like I've done my job. Because that's part of it. As much as it is for me to just rant and rave and for me to try and do something with myself. Hey, the bottom line is, I want it to be there for other people. I want to be there to say, hey, listen to my shit to help you get through an hour of work or whatever it is. Because that's, you know, that's what the pods and other shit do for me. I want to provide that as well. So, thank you. I appreciate you, all of you. Please follow, once again, at RMK Madness on Twitter, on Grams, on the Grams, and check me out on the YouTubes. Of course, of course. Yes. As always, much love to you all. Don't forget to stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad. Mm, yes. All the best people are, you know. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Anyway, have a wonderful weekend. We will chat again before you know it, I promise.